Hello! Welcome to another episode of NAGP Classic. I'm giving such enthusiasm here, but no one's listening! I don't know how to fix it. Uh, anyway, this episode, uh, based on the articles, because Joe, for some reason, I'm realizing that all of these episodes were uploaded way after we recorded them. This was not... It wasn't like it is today. We were just recording them, and then we put them up on a site, and, and no one ever found them. But <laughs> anyway, from the articles, I have I can date this to somewhere in early November of 2007. Uh, so this episode, we introduce Phil, uh, and Phil's with us for pretty much the rest of the episodes, I want to say. He comes in and out, and we have other people. He might leave at some point during what we called Season 2, but here we'll just be in episode number. Uh, anyway, <coughs> we talked about a, a lot. Let's see. Uh, uh, Joe was playing Stranglehold. Didn't understand that Inspector Tequila is supposed to slide everywhere. Talked about Resident Evil 4. and put it on the PS2. Um... Talked about Atari and uh, how that guy invented Chuck E. Cheese, but uh, for a long time I would insist that Chuck E. Cheese was invented by a Mexican, because, I mean, it's... I don't know, the story in my head would have been like, you know, how you entertain, you know, a bunch of little kids in your Mexican Pueblo. You know, hey, there's a rat. It's Chuck E. Cheese. He's exciting. Uh, so yeah, there's that, and I still think it would have been cool if it was run by Mexicans, but apparently it was created by a white guy. It just look he looks so, I mean, just look at him. Uh, we talked about people were getting into preservation of video game history. Phil didn't understand what that meant. Phil's a funny boy. He was a huge PS3 hater, Xbox fanboy back in the day, and you hear that come out quite a bit in this episode, right off the bat. The PS3 was still trying to figure itself out. They had finally caught up their sales to the Wii in Japan. We talked about Waggle and stuff. The Red Ring of Death. Phil sucking Bill Gates' dick. Let's see. Reggie. I called him a black luchador. Uh, the Wii had some funny hard drive things going on. Tons of stuff. The Elder Scrolls MMO. Konami's stock falling 6.8 points after uh, MGS4 was announced that it was delayed. That's on the Tokyo Stock Exchange. There's a really interesting discussion about that, uh, which is just funny to listen to in hindsight. uh, How much power that one man and his project had over the fate of that company. So it was interesting to look back at that. Uh, especially in light of all the recent events with Kojima and Konami. I mean, there are two sides to that. Kojima was, you know, he took a long time to do his games, and he was costing Konami a lot when his games weren't released and making money. So uh, a lot of people like to hold Kojima up as this, you know, this uh, saint, but at the end of the day, it was about business, and this was a interesting piece of history to look back at. Um, Jumper Cables and I talk about the Tekken film, which I honestly didn't even believe this description because it was such uh, a divergence from the the game. Um, we're, we're about to see the release of the Assassin's Creed film, so we'll see if movie films have, in the ten years since this has been released, I don't think we've had a single decent video game adaptation. Um, and it kind of ends abruptly. Joe just was probably like, oh, this needs to be an hour. I'm going to cut at an hour. He's mid-sentence, so look out for that. Um, <laughs> I, I did call Fatality a faggot in this episode. So that's... And the reason I'm not just cutting these things out is because I think it's important to look back on history and where we were as a, as a society back then. Things where that was, like, acceptable. Certainly not in the games media at the time. It would be considered unprofessional, but that's not who we were. You know, people our age, 
at the time. That was just how we talked. I've already gone over this, but I think it's important not to erase history um, because you don't learn anything from it. <sighs> People always remember how bad Hitler was, but we never talk about how he came into power and look where we are now. Maybe I should cut that part out. That's too political, but I never cut that stuff out before. All right. Enjoy. You're listening to the fifth episode of the Not Another Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. And with me, as always, is Lionel. God damn it. Uh, how's it going? Alrighty. And then we have uh, Mike. Hey, what it do? What it do? And then, we, of course, we have Phil. Ask them why I wasn't in the first four. <laughs> okay. Yes, and, and that's that's Phil right there. Okay, uh, as, as we always do when we start out, we're going to see what each of us have been playing. So first, you, Lionel, what have you been playing? Uh, um, Fight Night Round 2 on my PS2 because I'm poor and can't afford the Xbox for Fight Night 3. <laughs> well, how is it? Uh, it's all right. Technically, uh, well, personally, I prefer... Uh, Round three, specifically the freedom you have with uh, creating your creative fighter style and whatnot. Plus the graphics are a plus. Really? It, it feels, yeah, though it feels like more than anything, like the haymakers are a bit more balanced out in uh, round three. Round two, you can sit there and throw nothing but haymakers, and if you're semi-accurate, you'll win most of your fights within two rounds. Oh, whoa, that's, that's not different. Okay, how, how about you, Mike? What have you been playing? I am playing Thrasher Presents Skate and Destroy. It is a skateboarding simulation game that predates uh, the Bony Cox series and uh, <laughs> EG, EGM. Like, somebody wrote a letter about Skate and Tony Hawk, and EGM pulled out Thrasher from the bag and... Uh, and it said it was obnoxiously realistic. And to that, I say, fuck you, EGM. Because <laughs> this would game agree. is fucking fun. Very nice. This right. game is fucking fun. Alrighty, and how about you, Phil? What have you been playing? I'm making my way through Ninja Gaiden because I'm several years behind everyone else. <laughs> and I'm alright with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. Alrighty, and what I've been playing is I've been playing... Uh, Mega Man ZX Advent for the DS, which is, if you played the Mega Man Zero games, it's pretty much similar to that. It's a continuation of the story, uh, somewhat. So it's actually pretty interesting. It's a classic 2D, you know, side-scrolling game, which, if you like the Mega Man games, then you'll love that game. And then also, I finally downloaded the demo of Stranglehold, and I have to say, for the 360, and I have to say, it's, there's too much damn sliding. It's really, Irritating. It's not even fun. Hold on. Have you seen Hard Boiled? No, I haven't. Just hear, hear me out here. Hear me out. Hear me out. I know the whole idea behind the, you know, that that movie is the whole sliding over everything and shooting and doing crazy stunts and everything. Well, no, it's not just that. That's just uh, one of the uh, notable things that uh, the uh, tequila did in that uh, movie. No, see, but that, that's the problem. That's yeah. the problem, though. In the demo, they put too much emphasis on the sliding, so you can slide over everything, even when you don't want to slide. So, yeah, that kind of that's what I was. That's what I played. Okay, so let's basically just get right into all the magnificent news for games and whatnot. Okay, the the first. The first news story I have here is that Capcom announced today that Resident Evil 4 for the, the Wii edition has shipped over 1 million copies worldwide, which, I mean, that's really not that impressive. Wait, actually, that is very impressive. What am I saying? Yeah, how many – does anybody know – Well, it's, it's, Go ahead. Go ahead. How many – does anybody know how many copies the um the GameCube version sold? Or the PS2 uh, version? Yeah. Well, that, that one didn't do very well, I don't believe. Well, oh, yeah, it did. Is good. 
it was still good. RE4 as a whole has done really well. Let me see if I can find that out, uh, you know, how much the uh, cube version sold. Yeah, because um, the Wii edition, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't tried it yet, but would the controls even be good for that? I mean, you think? I heard they they're, they are okay, but at the same time, they feel a bit forced. Forced, huh? Uh Kind of makes me wonder how the... Like, I don't know, it doesn't bring anything new or different to it. It's just another way to play the game. Why do you suppose... It apparently works just as well. Uh, why do you suppose it ships so many, though? I mean, it, it seemed like the GameCube... Well, you know, people... Well, people... You know, it's sort of like what uh, Mike was saying before, where, you know, people turn... Sometimes people turn on their Wii and want to just, like, kill shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what they got. Oh, boy. It's kind of odd, too, because the Wii, I mean, the whole idea that Nintendo, you know, is pushing for it is that it's all family-friendly. I don't think RE4 is family-friendly. Well, well, that's just for them to uh, create and draw in casual gamers, remember? True. Of course it's family-friendly. It has Mexicans in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not family-friendly about Mexicans. (laughs) Wow. They invented Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, actually, the guy. F- well, may, okay. Go no, actually, the guy. Go ahead. Joe. Actually, the guy from Atari created Chuck E. Cheese. I don't think he was. Uh, no, no, no. He was Mexican. Blah 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 blah. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Mike, that would make some sense to me, considering no matter what Chuck E. Cheese I went to, oh, God. I always got the feeling that the guy in the costume was Mexican. Oh. Uh, By the way, I have to say. That the the Chuck E. Cheese commercials in Spanish are the craziest fucking shit ever. <laughs> well, awesome, uh, Joe. Uh, I got those numbers. Okay. For you. Well, what are they? All right, check it out. <laughs> the GameCube release in the U.S. sold over uh, three hundred and twenty thousand copies in uh, the U.S. and that was within the first twenty days. Oh Jesus. In Europe, it was about uh, 200,000. I think worldwide, about uh, 3 million or so. Oh, okay. They surpassed the Wii edition then. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I, okay, it is actually nice to finally see the Wii start, you know, shipping out games that are kind of more, I guess, meant for hardcore people. Yeah, even though it's the third iteration of the same game. But, well, I mean, for good reason. I mean, people seem to like it, so if they keep spitting it out. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's like, I can only think of one original violent title for the Wii, and that's No More Heroes. Yeah. Is there anything else? There really isn't. Uh, uh, not original. No, it's... I mean, I know they got Manhunt on the Wii, but that's too. Yeah, that's third party, so that wouldn't... But it is violent. It is well, not not really, because they've censored so much stuff, and the, it, and apparently they even censored even more for the Wii, so you can't even see really anything. It, it, it's still it's still manhunt. That's, that's true. That's true. I I heard they like put filters over like the kills, all of the kills or something. Yeah, they just put like a filter in it. Just makes it less intense. I yeah, guess. they did that, and like a uh, yeah. it, like blurs so much of it that you can barely. They uh, did that for. The uh, Punisher games as well. Ah, The Punisher. That movie did awful. Never heard of them. I like the movies. (laughs) I don't care what anyone says. Okay. And I'm talking about the the recent, not that creepy one with Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Dolph Lundgren was in a video game? No, no, he was in that first Punisher movie they did way back in the day. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Winston was in it, too. (laughs) <laughs> Phil, Phil, what did you say? Yeah. Oh, I said the Punisher movie was okay. It wasn't that bad. I don't know. You said it was bad. Who do I have to kill? <laughs> what? Okay, on to the next story here. Video game pioneers are teaming up with the University of Texas to create a new archive that preser- that preserves the origins of the industry, basically meaning that video games are now becoming a part of history. That's right. Be buying all the old and rare games off those nerds that have been holding on to them for years. And so it's it's kind of it's kind of funny too because there actually are video game historians 
I'm not joking. I don't know if they should be getting paid for uh, just knowing so much about video games. Are you talking about people that work at GameStop? No. Like a- no. Actually, it's, it's an actual <laughs> profession. No, I mean, there are people who actually get paid to document the history of video games. As a and whole. research and everything. That. They're, they're what I like to call lucky something. <laughs> Well, why don't you think they should be paid, Phil? I mean, it is still a job. I mean, what? Uh, I mean, are they like going through the history of every company and blah 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 blah, or is it just, you know, in Mega Man One he did this, this, and that, and then in Mega Man Two this happened, and following the life of Link through all of his many adventures to save the damn no, no, okay, blah blah blah. blah. No, 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 it's, it's, Sorry, it's across the board. They're not just talking Games. about. Uh, what happens in the games? They're also documenting uh, stuff that happened within the company and uh, how this came to this, and you know, like um, yeah, you know. It, well, the thing is, everywhere. The video game industry ahead, is only about what twenty years old, and uh, I'm sure people said the same thing twenty years into the movie industry. Like what? Film historians, you know, like film historians are like. There's a teachers that are teaching film. people how to make film and shit. But uh, film started out mainstream. Like video games, um, they're fairly mainstream, yeah, and popular and all that stuff. But um, you know, a good majority of the population still hasn't picked up a controller, so they're assuming that people are going to care in the future. What if, well, who, you know, games exactly are getting more and more popular. Is the thing like? You know, by the by, by the time we're all old and shit, games will probably be as normal as you know movies and all that crap. And there'll probably be some other form of entertainment that we're all scratching our heads about and don't know how to approach. Well, keep in mind, in mind too that video games have surpassed um, the movie industry. So wait, 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 wait. In terms, in terms of, of yeah, money, money, just money. Like in annual earnings or something? Uh, I, I believe so, yeah. It's it's just it's, – I'm not saying it's more popular than movies or anything like that. It's just it's becoming more and more apparent that, you know, people are starting to recognize games as more mainstream. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, surpassed is a sub- subjective word. That's true. But in terms of, in terms of earnings, they're yeah. – Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's saying right there that people are, you know, starting to play games. More people are playing games. So, I mean – that's that's why I can see that you know the whole historian thing and archiving the history of your games and whatnot. It seems it may not be too big of a deal, but it does seem important. So, I mean, games are becoming, I guess you could say, a big part. I still won't consider it to be a sport, I don't but hell no, it's not a fucking sport. Oh god, those, those people trying to call themselves cyber athletes. <laughs> if, if it's a if it's a sport, then it's the only sport where. Being a big fat loser. What about helps. Fatality and how he says he runs what five miles every day? Fatality's a fucking faggot. I hate that <laughs> fucker. <laughs> well, Joe, Joe, just because he uh, exercises every day doesn't mean it has like it affects his gaming. I don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, being in good shape may help uh, keep you from being sluggish and shit. I mean, it may help, but it's not like. It has a direct application. His running on the miles every day has a direct application within the game, unless he's playing. Deep no, ball. I'm not. I mean, that's the only case where I might call someone an athlete because they're actually doing something. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like I heard this guy on World Series of Poker saying, "If you could uh, do what you're doing while drinking a beer, it's not a sport." <laughs> I like that definition. If you can play beer and do it at the same time, it's not a sport. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. That, that, that'll be the new standard for what decides whether or not something is a sport. I hope it is. Yes. Skateboarding is not a sport. That's right. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next one here. Uh, NBC Universal Monolith will be uh, soon serving... You content IGA worldwide, whose partners and clients include EA, Valve, Atari, and Codemasters, have come to the agreement with the ad sales portion of the mega entertainment company, uh, meaning NBC. That means that you could be seeing in-game billboards uh, for uh, uh, from NBC uh, for movies, TV shows, and theme parks inside of video games. You know, so the whole advertising of video games. How do you guys feel about that? If they're, like, playing on, like, an in-game TV, you know how, like, sometimes they'll have, like, a little TV that's just 
fuzzy. If that were like a commercial, that wouldn't bother me that much. And if it makes video games cheaper for me, then I'd say yay. But if it doesn't make them any cheaper for me, then nay. No, it's all. it's not going to make things cheaper. <laughs> They're just going to be you know slapping them in there to make more money. It's not going to it's not going to make things cheaper, but it may give the developers developers more money to That's work true. with. It all depends if it's relevant. I mean, like in if I'm like in a subway in Splinter Cell and there's like posters for Phantom of the Opera, that's perfectly appropriate. But if it's like fucking poster for like a new Guar album in Oblivion, <laughs> then it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, no, I see what you're saying there. So maybe it could be like uh, what they do in movies, where like Coke pays them fifty bucks, and now the main character <laughs> likes Coke for some reason. Yeah, like fucking Spider Man and Doctor yeah. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, you know that that won't be so bad. How would you guys feel about if instead of doing all the crazy advertising inside of the game, what if they just shoved it all during the loading time? I mean, would you prefer there or no? <laughs> no, I don't want commercials during the loading time. God damn it! Oh, god no! Well, I mean, that's gonna kill it. Because eventually anyway. they'll just lie and say that it's loading, but they'll just be giving you an advertisement. Yeah, but, I mean, that's going to kill, like, suspense, especially if, like, you know, it's, like, loading a boss fight, and, like, you know, there's, like, a lot of emotion going on, like, like you, the character wants to kill the boss and shit. Cause, hey, like, Dr. Pepper tastes just like regular Dr. Pepper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but in some, like, in playing Oblivion, they had screens that would, like, recycle so many times I would get bored with it. So maybe a commercial wouldn't be that bad in situations like that. Or in situations where it's just pretty much a blank screen anyways, why not have a little Coke advertisement down in the quarter, like on the bottom half of it? That's not unreasonable. Well, as long as it was for, as long as it was relevant, like what Mike was saying, then I guess it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. No, no. Now what they should do, they should do it like Xenosaga, where your character can get emails and occasionally you get an email about one of the <laughs> Coke games. There you go. <laughs> And then the characters could actually sit there and talk about the games. It was kind of cool. That's actually pretty. That's that's a good way to do it. <laughs> oh my god, that's I like that. That's good. And yeah, developers do that all the time with their games. Like, like in like in Tekken, there'll be like a big ad for Soul Calibur in the background. <laughs> See, yeah. I don't mind that. Advertising on the games. Okay, for the, out for the next one. While Xbox 360 owners have been enjoying video game on demand service through the marketplace, PS3 owners have been left out in the dust. Sony assures that assures the fans that they are bringing a video distribution service to the PSN, but who knows how long that could take? Netflix is eyeballing the PS3 to deliver on demand video, so we could be seeing Netflix, you know, stuff on there too. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, and it kind of sucks right now, so they need to catch up to the marketplace. They really do. Wait, so what's the deal? Microsoft has, like, on-demand Yeah, you can movies? rent what? Uh, movies, and you can also download movies off of there. Oh, so it's like... so it's like Well, cool. not so much, because you have to... When you download the videos and whatnot, it they, they're like... Like, if you wanted to download the Matrix movie or something like that, it's like almost two gigs... And you got to wait all that time just for it to download. That's yeah. kind of how it works. It's, it's more like downloading. A movie yeah, it's nice. And if you don't have a good time. connection, like a good broadband connection, you're screwed. So. Yeah. And the PS3 can't uh, do that. Why? I don't know. Why don't you go ask Sony? <laughs> they need. To, I they can, can, but they're not doing it. I don't know why. Right. Well, maybe no, they but can, I mean, they like, just don't have a hmm. service for it. I know you can watch movies that have an internet browser and it and they have downloadable videos on PSN. Well, I don't understand what the big you gotta thing keep, is. You got to keep in mind here that Sony's been making a, re- a lot of really bad decisions lately, so they're kind of just digging their own hole. Like what? Like what? Like releasing that crappy ass yeah. version of the PS3 that should be burned. That's yes, not a that bad is. Decision. It's four hundred yes, dollars. Has... No, it's not. It's well, well, no, a cheaper no, no. PS3. Well, hold, on. hold on, hold on, no, no. The idea is wait, not wait. a bad decision. I think leaving the uh, 
backwards compatibility is. Not even so much that it's like completely necessary, but people already are hypercritical about Sony. So, you know, they're immediately over-scrutinizing everything they do. You know, when they said, oh, we're going to leave out backwards compatibility, people who wouldn't normally be picked. Exactly. They are. But yes. Uh, And also, they're doing something that they – okay, back when they were doing the PS2, they did advertisements like crazy. But for some reason with the PS3, they're not really seeming to push it as hard as they did with the PS2. So they're, they're not doing so well on that side either, which they should be doing that. I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I've seen plenty. Uh, of there are lots of PS3 ads, but I mean, with the PS2, I, I remember it being a lot more. They were pushing that a lot harder than they did than they are, than they, you know, what they're doing with the PS3. At least I think so. You know, it's not so new anymore. People already know about it. Okay, it's not so much that they don't know about it, but it's the fact that they need to push and tell everybody that our console has lots of really kick-ass games that you need to buy it. They're not doing that. Maybe it's because they don't have a lot of games. I mean, they just now start... I don't even have cable. I I know there's like those... They have those those ones that have, you know, the, the white room, and I know that they actually just started a new campaign, and it looks pretty good. It's... uh. It's basically, it should be on TV now, I guess, since today's the the launch of the $400 system. It's basically mm-hmm. pushing, like, all the PS3 features and games and Blu-ray capabilities to go through all the features, and it's, it's a pretty cool commercial, actually. No, but, but, you, um, but, you, but you see, that's the thing yeah. right there. Yes, I, I also heard about their whole their whole new campaign strategy, and, you know, they're going to be just going, they're just like going to be advertising like crazy, but that's the thing. They're starting to do that just now. They should have been doing that, like, over a year ago. They, it's not they as hard as they should have been. Not as they hard were. as they should have been. But he, no, Joe. The, the thing, the thing I gotta uh, get out there is uh, with uh, PS2. You know, you said there was a lot of advertising, but a lot of it wasn't necessarily for the system. In a lot of cases, it'd just be games they'd have, and then at the end, you'd have the PS2 logo. That would be enough for people to know that game looks cool, and it's on PS2. I want to go get it. I mean, you have commercials up the butt for the console, but nothing okay. for their games. I think that's the that's that's the, true. Okay. Yeah, there were tons of commercials for games for PS2 because, and I remember that like even just like w- within the past two years there've been PS2 commercials for games, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't even I'm not sure I really even remember the. In fact, I know I don't remember the advertising campaign for the mm-hmm. PS2 itself. I just remember that uh, one where they actually did a commercial for the PS9. Oh. And it was like, yeah, yeah. I, I remember uh, that. And that was, I remember that about maybe get a PS2, blah, 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 blah. And then they just quit with that. So I lost <laughs> interest in it. And that's why I got, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be in it. Nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but I do have to admit that I do believe that the 2008 will be, um, the year that the PS3 probably will shine. Because that's when their whole big lineup of games or good games are coming out. So yeah, they're, they're catching up with the Wii in Japan. Yeah, they are. They've actually, I believe. Okay, yeah. the Wii's got like you know, it's I think it's sold over like a gajillion copies in Japan or something. But yeah, they're like I think five hundred thousand behind the the Wii in Japan. So they are catching up. Mm-hmm. Here's the weird thing: the game Layer was really popular in Japan. So I got a question: Japan now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that freaked me out when I saw that too. It was like in the top ten in Japan, I yeah, think, like three or something. And I was like, "Well, that's we did that game to that's yes. sales play. That's because wait, I don't know, I don't know about the sales, but it's gotten horrible reviews. Yeah, no, that's what I've been seeing too. Everyone <laughs> is like pissed at that game. It's not even just it's a bad game; they're yeah. angry with it. Yeah, Dragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of hype for it, so I'm sure it's doing well in sales. But but uh, they said the biggest issue with Lair that was that was the control scheme because they they put all the focus yeah. on the um uh, was six axis was it six axis control yeah they pushed that yeah. for all the yeah. controls and they said it just it it controlled so badly that's probably why it didn't do so well. I'm not sure about all this motion control stuff. Like it's worked really well with the Wii, but where did like the niche games? 
end and the like kick ass like epic fucking games yeah. start. Because I mean, the Wii's been really successful with that, and the PS3 not so much. But I mean, and like the, I mentioned earlier, the developers are complaining a little bit about the Wii controls, like all the cool stuff they could do. They can't really do like the stuff they'd want to exactly because the controls aren't that precise. And I'm hearing like the same thing about the six axis. It's not as precise as people yeah, would want it to be. That's true. And like even with MGS4, like even some features of the six axis, six axis, well, uh, from that game have been dwindled down because I mean they don't want to make it overly complicated or completely unnecessary. Mm. In now, when I was playing a uh, Ratchet and Clank for the PS3, they there was one part where you used the six axis control, and I personally, the only issue I had with it, I was actually kind of enjoying it really because you had to like use the controller to like guide him down, you know, because he was dropping down from the sky or something to guide him down. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that bad. The only issue I had with it was it was a bit too sensitive. That like if I tilted it just a little bit, he kind of swing way over to the side or something. If they like can just make it so you can adjust that, I, I I'd be happy with it. I actually enjoy doing it. And they also used it a lot, a lot inside of that. Um, uh, what's the other game, Lionel? What's the game that you want you wanted to get on the PS3? Core. And so you use it specifically to pull the souls out of. Uh, yeah, I the, uh, download the. Monsters. You know, I downloaded the demo of that, and uh, yeah, the six axis controller works well with that too. They just need to use it. I guess they just need to, you know, use it at the right time. You know, not abuse it or something. Sadly, I have to say, I, I love the Wii, but they kind of go overboard with it with some of these craptastic games that are coming out for it. Well, they basically have games where it's just wide open in different directions, and that makes for bad game. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Okay, let's go on the next one. Yeah. LucasArts and BioWare today announced that they have entered into an agreement to create an interactive entertainment product. The product details of which will be unveiled at a later date will be developed and published by BioWare and LucasArts and will push the boundaries of the game market by yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So they're making something. <laughs> and one of the rumors is Coder. Yes, MMO that's what I heard RPG. about too. <laughs> oh my God, I hope it's true. I hope that's it. That would be cool. I can I can see that working really well. I I could see it working a lot better than the uh, rumor I heard about an Oblivion Ooh. RPG. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> let me think about it here. What, what was that? <laughs> Bad mouth on Oblivion? What no, no, no. I don't think it would make a good MMO. No, it really would. I, I think ah. it's, it's really best as a, a single player experience. Well, my I mean, what might be nice though, as for uh online capability with Oblivion is instead of, like, making it one world for everyone to travel in, you allow the you allow uh, friends the ability to enter your version of Oblivion. That might make for an interesting uh, thing, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, you know what? I think more interesting than uh, all-out uh, MMO style on Oblivion would be just, like, co-op. Oh, I'd like that. Friends. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. You can, like, form a deal. What was that, Phil? Uh, I was going to say, the only thing I really want is, like, to co-op, yeah, a little bit of co-op, but then also just to be able to test out my character. PvP. Oh, oh, you want PvP. Okay. But I'm thinking, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, PvP would be perfect if they did um, a Knights of the Old Republic MMO. Because, I mean, that's all, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the combat would work really well. Yeah. Jedi's and the combat system, like it's just perfect for like. And MMO. yeah, and, and of course, Bioware yeah, is making it yeah. so you know it, it'd be actually be good. So they're the kings of RPGs. They need to make a, a sequel to Jade Empire. I'm waiting for that. I would play it. That oh, game was God, quite good. Alrighty, let's go on to the next one. GameStop has halted sales of the product replacement plan on all 360 models. Yes, so that's <laughs> not that surprising. I mean, because so many of them are breaking down, so they're saying we're not we're not protecting you anymore. They're saying fuck you. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what they're saying. I mean, it's, I guess it's really Microsoft's fault because I mean they got to stop shipping out that faulty hardware. Can't you just send it to yeah, Microsoft but and they'll fix you can, it? Takes forever, yeah. yeah. And I forever. Well, as long as they do it for uh, free, I, they only will do it for free if it's yeah. the Red Ring of Death. If not, they won't they won't do it. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, because no. it shows the Red Rings. Oh. But yeah, they're not. You're on your own if it's anything else besides that. 
So yeah, you're kind of screwed. I don't think it's so much Bill Gates because. Because really, Bill Gates doesn't have anything to do with the um, the game section of Microsoft. I know. I, I blame him for everything. <laughs> this is true. Too much fucking this is true. Did you say something, Phil? Yeah, about uh, not bad-mouthing Mr. Gates because, you know, he has nothing to do with it. And there's no such thing oh. as money when you earn it. Uh. So, yeah. Dude, he's not Wait. earning anything. He, he, made something, he made some shit a while back, and now he's just raking it in. Well, if people are still willing to pay them, uh, you know, it's their own fault. No, they're willing to pay the company. He, he's just he's just okay. getting that shit as a result. I mean, no. come on now. He could he could fucking retire not only himself but probably everyone in the company with the money he has. Everybody in his okay, company. all right, okay. Let's 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 drop that. Well, okay, okay, okay. It just let's let's drop the whole building. the next story here. PSP hackers have discovered a way to get around Rockstar's self censorship of Manhunt Two by using illegal, you know, hacking tools. Oh. So they you get to see. That's right. Get to yeah, see all the naughty part. I got some info yes. on that somewhere. But yeah, there's a lot of watchdogs on it. The uh, ESRB has already issued a comment uh, on yeah, that. That's it's funny too because because the game didn't even get that high of a rating. Oh, yeah. you mean unreviewed? Uh, I so where think it's from GameStop. GameStop. GameSpot, not stop. GameSpot gave it a seven out of ten. User reviews. Like, a, like an eight, a little bit high. I think it was a little eight. I have to double check. They're saying the main complaint was pretty much that it just didn't play as well as the first one. Uh, it just like it, the story was kind of just wasn't as interesting as the first one, which I, I guess that's not saying much because the first one didn't really have too much of a story, did it? The first one was just film. Based yeah. entirely upon a snuff theme, so yeah. Kind of twisted. I mean, I, I think people would be Oh, I, I, now I remember. They said that the, one of the other reasons why was because that, uh, unlike in the first one, where it was kind of focused a bit more on the stealth game, because you know that's the kind of game it is. Uh, in the second one, it, they didn't put too much emphasis on that when they should have, because that's the way the game was supposed to be, I would assume. So. Well, dude, it, it was it was ultra straightforward. I mean, it wasn't even like you snuck around. Mm-hmm. You found you found a shadow. Uh, that's it. You would find areas where there were shadows. Abandon them, yeah, they behind said, someone and kill them. Unless you were on a level that was specifically about, yeah, they, they shooters, said that was all you would do. I'm serious. You could you could be in a situation where you're standing in the shadow. They walk up to you in the shadow, stand right in front of you, stare at you for thirty well, seconds, and then turn and keep going. Yeah, I mean, that was lazy ass stuff. It, <laughs> it sounds like fucking Tenchu. Uh, trust me, uh, no, it's uh, worse than Tenchu. Ouch, that's not yeah. good. So I, I guess it's safe to say that the game wasn't even really that great to begin with. It's just, it's just about the violence. If you were seriously, seriously into just gratuitous, malicious, sadistic violence, then you know yeah. that's the game for you. Well, uh, about the uh, hack, I believe uh, what it did specifically. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, we were talking about those filters before. Entirely, yeah. so you can see everything. All the well, I guess that's not you know you really seeing that much anyway because I mean what is it like really kind of early PS2 looking graphics really? Yeah, I mean what uh, people were complaining about specifically uh, as far as that goes is uh, they're thinking it's a uh, well, you know how yeah. when the whole hot coffee thing happened, a lot of uh, watchdog groups were saying that they uh, left it. Easy oh yeah, that's true. They were they were thinking that the uh, Rockstar was trying to find a way uh, to still keep that content in there. While getting around, oh, uh, the, uh, Phil, are you not aware of the hot hot coffee thing? What? No, I love hot no. Coffee, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> <laughs> the next uh, next door here is Blizzard Entertainment updates employment opportunity section of its website uh, to include mention of a top secret MMORPG, and then <clears throat> and then it goes on to say that they're gonna be, they're like acting real secretive about it and they're not you know telling if it's a, maybe if it's a another type of you know. Like MMORPG of one of their older games or something, or if it's you know doing something with World of Warcraft, it's something completely new, and they're not telling us anything. So that's just more money for. They're, they're talking World about that too. They're they just thinking maybe you know uh, MMORPG for StarCraft. Well, I mean, come on, it's Blizzard. They have so much money now. I mean, they already have like. I'm just saying. I mean, unless they do something significantly different with the uh, MMO, like maybe like focus around the. Uh, 
military theme of it or something. Unless unless they do something mm-hmm. significantly different from World of Warcraft, just be it just be shameless. It's like, hey, let's uh, uh, cash in on. Has this there ever been a successful sci-fi MMORPG? Fantasy Star or something. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. God, why didn't I think of that? I feel dumb. And uh, actually, that's been doing pretty Star bad. Galaxy. That hasn't been doing too well. Well. It was successful. Yeah, but, I mean, it's got a lot of users stuck. on it, I believe. But it's just, yeah, people are just saying it's not that great. That's one of the instances where I've heard that one Ooh. of the updates. Ouch! Shows That's it. not good. <laughs> it's supposed to improve the game, not make it bad. Eric Walter, PR manager of Nintendo of America, made a few statements today regarding the Wii and plans or lack of for a hard drive in the future. Uh, the comment he made is. This is it's kind of retarded what he says. The the way that we that we look at it is we really don't want people storing every single game they buy on their drive. When you buy a game, it's your it's yours forever. So you can delete it and go back and get it at any time time you want. In a way, uh, we like it putting music on your iPod. You listen to it for a while and then you get rid of, you get tired of it and you pull it off and then you put something new on it. That is the most stupid reasoning for not having a hard drive on there ever. Who is this guy? Why is <laughs> the biggest black luchador here? You Reggie? Reggie? Anyway. <laughs> Reggie? The, 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 yeah. <laughs> the president, yeah. Yeah, so that's their retarded reasoning for not having a hard drive, which they desperately... I've run out of room on my... I, I buy the virtual console games like crazy, and I've run out of room. And it is a pain to back those games up. You got to get a little How SD card and you put it into the the Wii, you know, slot for it. And then what you do is you have to one by one copy each game to the SD card, and it is very very slow. The retarded thing about it is you can't play the games off the SD card or something like that, like on the computer or something. It's only like it's I guess fixed to only play on the Wii. So. The whole process took me almost half an hour to copy a bunch of games off onto it. <laughs> well, okay, uh, Sony's not making good choices, and neither is Nintendo, but I guess Nintendo feels that we can make all the bad choices we want because we're ahead of everybody else. <laughs> well, I mean, they do own the market when it comes to casual gamers and just, you know, in general for the next gen. If they fuck up, you know, it's not going to be It's not going to be like a... Uh, Small deal here. I mean, they don't need another uh, GameCube. No, yeah, GameCube. yeah. It, uh, it's. I mean, if the Wii doesn't do well, like because a lot of people are saying it's just a fad, they could just probably. I guess they'll just fall back on the DS, which is you know also selling like hotcakes as well. So they got that to back onto. But I mean, they're doing something real different with the Wii. I want them to continue to do that. I don't want the Wii to die, and then they're like marketing executives and. We don't play games at all besides it was because of the whole motion aspect. Yeah. Okay, let me see here. Now on to the part about Konami and how their stock fell because of Metal Gear Solid 4 being pushed back again. Uh, let, let me, I got the actual percentage here. It said more than precisely the 6.8 drop. This is well, the lowest their stocks have dropped in the past four years. Jesus. That's not good. Well, you know what? Now's a good time to buy stock in Konami. You don't think... shoot the yeah. fuck up when MGS4 comes um, out. Here's, here's the thing I'm wondering. You guys don't that. think that they're going to push it back yeah. again, do you? Uh, no. Well, shit, if I think <laughs> buy stock, I'd hope they do it again. <laughs> they're going to shoot the well, fuck up. No, they're not going to push it back again. Development is pretty good. I mean, they were shooting for uh, first quarter, 2008, and now they pushed it back to second quarter. And from what I've seen from all the trailers and hearing uh, what Ryan Payton's been saying, and actually I might think that Konami stock might actually start to go down again because uh, on the latest edition of the report, Ryan said that they're starting to enter uh, one of those media blackouts that have been Ooh. infamous from Kojima's now I know it's uh it's Kojima Productions. He's, he's he makes he's responsible for making all the Metal Gear Solid games now, right? That's he has nothing to do with Konami. Yeah, okay. it's, it's still still a branch under Konami. He owns it, uh, but his own development studio. I mean, he stepped down from from being uh, the vice president of Konami oh, okay. to start this underneath Konami. And the yeah. the whole reason why he uh, started it was because before, if he wanted to do something else, like you know, like a Metal Gear comic or something. You'd have to go through like a bunch of red tape at Konami and all this shit. But with Kojima Productions, it's not just games. They can do the comic books and 
maybe like okay. so it was or whatever else. So it so there's so, freedom. So, there's so it was entirely um uh, yeah, Ko- uh, more freedom. Kojima's decision to do the whole pushback. Or, I'm I'm like wondering, was it Konami's decision or was it his? If it, if it okay. was anybody's okay. decision, it was the team and Mr. Hideo's. I mean, I'm sure Konami wants this thing out. Too, yeah, if it were Konami, they yeah. probably would have pushed it to go out soon. It's up to Hideo. I mean, he carries a lot of fucking weight at Konami. <laughs> he used to be the vice president for shit's sake. Respect. Yeah. I mean, like, oh yeah, he is Konami. Yeah. Wait, did um? Hell yeah. <laughs> you probably yeah, could. Uh, did Konami make um? Wait, did Konami made Zone of the Enders? <laughs> didn't they? Uh, yeah. yeah that was pretty it was Kojima. He did. Yeah, it was Hideo's team. Casey oh, so they Hideo's made that. Oh, they need to make another, a third one. Because I liked that game a lot. It was quite fun. I didn't really like the well, first one the that much, ca- but the second one was just gorgeous. Played the demo, yeah, but the I, I like. Well, I mean, I like both. But the thing that kind of irritated me about that is I remember Zone of the Enders. It wasn't being pumped for the game itself. It was being pumped for the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. That pissed me off so, so much. <laughs> <The demo>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the I game know, that uh, came with the Metal Gear Solid. I mean, I love that demo, demo to death. I... Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that, that that's happens, true. Dude, that happens with a lot of games, though. Um, yeah. Especially with RPGs. Uh, Dragon Quest was the oh. game that came with the FF12 demo. Uh, I think Brace <laughs> and Sashi was the one that came oh. with the FF8 oh. demo. Yeah, it's just, so, you know, I mean, it's, it's that's like a, a really, really severe example of how games get overshadowed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, <laughs> Phil. Do you have anything to say on that, or <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. On to the next one. All right. Expect a new PS2 model that's hitting 2008. The 99 dollar one. <laughs> And also, here's something else that's interesting about that as well. Uh, the console also uses 25% less power. So it's cheaper and more efficient. Dude, it generates yeah. Ooh, So, I mean, too. that's going to definitely help Sony make up for their PS3 re-losses. See, I might be willing to get a PS2, uh, you know, since it's so that's damn cheap now. That's very tempting. They might. Go ahead. Be Wait, you don't, you don't have a PS2? <laughs> And you haven't been spoiled yet? He's an Xbox guy. Give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's, it's so weird. Like, that's Goodness. like not having had a Nintendo. Xbox was enough for me. It kept me satisfied. Oh, I didn't need to want it. I didn't need to keep oh, on it. Oh, God. Okay. I would have it. Oh, my God. All righty. That was, that was different. All right. Uh, okay, the next one. Uh... Just like how the Wii has the virtual console, you know, where you can get classic games to download, you know, Neo Geo now. Well, Nintendo is thinking about you can also download, do the same thing, but for the yeah. DS as well. You'll be able to, it's a, it's a rumor for right now, and Nintendo's just kind of thinking about it. But in the future, they're thinking about setting it up so you can download classic Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy games onto the DS and play it. Just like, like the virtual console. I could see that working. I, could, um, I mean, the uh, the PS2, excuse me, the PS3 is doing it with their um, the PlayStation games, but it's just not set up anywhere near as well as how the virtual console is set up. He does it too. You can um, transfer. I think you can actually, yeah, you can actually transfer over the PlayStation games you download from the PS3 onto your PSP and play them, which I, I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. But they just need, they, they need a bigger... They need to put more games on the PSN network. It, apparently, it seems in Japan that they have over a hundred games that you can, you know, classic games and whatnot, demos and all that stuff that you can download on the PSN network. While in America, we, there's like nothing on there at all. Trust me, it's just it's ah, oh, it's, it's just it's sad. Yeah, what was that, Phil? I said, what's with America always getting dipped? Uh, Europe is. What's up with that? Yeah, we can, I mean, oh, Europe's what? actually getting some pretty. Uh, yeah, I mean, Europe is usually the ones who get like oh, right, what I like right. to call the leftovers. <laughs> but they're actually getting um, better stuff in the virtual console than we are. They're getting like some you know kooky games and whatnot, like like straight from Japan type of stuff, which that kind of is annoying. They got the Neo Geo on the virtual console then uh, before, before we did. I don't know what's yeah. I don't understand that part. Oh. Yeah, but. Uh, I really hope the PSN network gets, you know, gets up there and starts to do better because I love the PlayStation games so very much. They had so many good games on there. They need to bring those, yeah, 
Speaking of MGS, that's another thing that uh, America's not... They're still debating and they have no plans to release the MGS anniversary pack. Oh. Which has every single Metal Gear game on a disc ever. Yeah, man. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. That's so, what, what was the reasoning for not releasing that? Ryan Payton has, has said that he wants it and he's going to push and he's going to try it, but I don't know what the fuck is If they it. were to release that, just, like right know. with the Metal Gear Solid 4. Well, that's the the whole thing that he said he, he wants to have the anniversary edition out and, you know, like a. And Destiny 2 out so people can like recap the entire like Metal Gear story and get refreshed before MGS4 comes out. But he said uh, at this rate, it's probably gonna, if it comes, it'll probably come maybe not with MGS4, but like a couple Uh-oh. months after. I think they gotta release it before it. Yeah. That would definitely get the hype going and everybody would go crazy and start buying. Fucking 60 oh. bucks for like. It's like a whole, it's an orange box game. deal. An orange box dealie. That thing is doing great. They gotta, they gotta do that. But another thing he said, like, the problem is, like, you know, like, dusting off the old PS1 mach- machines to, like, actually Aww. produce new copies of MGS1 and VR machines. Well, I wonder how hard that would be to like, do that. Hmm. Okay, uh, the next one is, uh, Zen- Zenimax <laughs> Media, owner of Bethesda. You know, the Oblivion people, I don't know how to pronounce their name, announced uh, it had landed a mass, massive investment, over $300 million in funding to create their own massively multiplayer online game. So they got $300 million. Over $300 No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, I thought you I said, said $3 million. <laughs> no, did I? You said, three, you said uh, 300 at no, first. <laughs> Yeah, you said three hundred. <laughs> Best MO ever. No, I'm three hundred million, three hundred million dollars to make an MMORPG. I don't wow. think it could be an Oblivion MMORPG. I'm sure they are. It's got to be something. Biggest yeah. issue here that would probably make it almost impossible for the Oblivion MMORPG to exist would be, as you guys all know, Oblivion. It's very, very graphically demanding. So, I mean, in order to have yeah, pretty much the best experience. You need to have probably like extremely high quality, you know, fast connection, good graphics card, and whatnot, just to have a decent experience. Ah, now okay, I'm depressed. You need the machine required to play Crisis. I don't MMR, think uh, Oblivion. If there were to be, yeah, an I don't Oblivion. think an MMORPG like- or any type of MMO would work well in the 360. I mean, I've tried playing Final Fantasy uh, 11 on that thing. Uh, it wasn't very satisfying. It, an MMORPG is is made for a PC. You can't really. I don't think you can do it on a console well. Online. I never played that. How was it? Did well on fifty-six huh. K. Huh. Well, once again, again, another example why the Dreamcast yeah. should not have died. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more than anything proof that it can be done. <laughs> and yes, the Dreamcast should not have. Bad died. marketing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Poor Sega. Was that the reason why it went down? The marketing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sega, Sega made oh, some man. bad chases up till that point. There was a series of Saturn commercials that came out that. Uh, oh, you, you mean the one with like um, those series, like, like with that one guy or something? Those are fucking was, awesome. Yes, yes. With the guy oh my god, those, the, uh, those were great. Uh, oh Jesus! Yeah, those are those, those were commercials kick ass. Just, just so people have a feel for what we're talking about, it consisted of uh, this guy in a karate gi finding people who weren't playing the Sega Saturn. I mean, some people were in nightclubs. Some of them were playing baseball. He's gone up to, like, little kids. He's gone up to teenagers. He's gone to adults. And he would just proceed to kick their asses till they ran Now, that is good marketing. He I don't know why. some zombies for not playing it. I don't know why I'm picturing, like, a, a white guy with a fade and a mustache and a geese. No, it was this Japanese guy. He was the original writer. <laughs> That's and, how you get know, people to buy your system. Buy it or we'll kick your ass. Now <laughs> on to, this is the last story I got so far. It's They're talking about the Tekken movie. Has anybody heard about that? Yeah. <laughs> the Tekken movie. Yeah, well, a new one's coming out, and it's um, I believe it's animated. Uh, yeah. It's- Wait, what? You guys are talking about that shitty-ass <laughs> anime? Fuck you. That was the best anime ever. Best <laughs> anime, anime was ever. Hard. That was, that was a waste of the fucking six bucks of the best I spent anime renting it. Ever. Best that is anime the worst ever. fucking fighting best anime I've ever seen. Ever. Oh, God. Okay, it's the best, best anime, anime ever if you like fights that end in one punch. I kid you not. He no. goes up to other main characters in this story. 
punch him in the stomach. Yeah, but they were dumping characters like Michelle or or the fucking the dinosaur. Okay, I, I can agree with you on there, but here's uh, issue number two. Other main characters who were popular, like, okay, okay, for fuck's sake, Paul. <laughs> Anyone who plays the game likes Paul. All you saw, the corner of a screen, you saw part of the that game, and I, and I do not like Paul. Well, you, yeah, don't, well, you love that movie because you're a fucking Kazuya fanboy. <laughs> okay, they shouldn't have called that Tekken. They should have called that Kazuya the movie. Yeah. It says Tekken movie details emerge. The, the oh. first poster has just like, I guess they've shown it or something. It looks like one of the cutscenes from like the, you know, the newer games or something. But they haven't really told too many details about it. But yeah, I guess a new one's coming out or something. Uh, they haven't said any details really. They just like they just show one poster. That's it. It looks like it's in CG. So I'm assuming maybe it just might be like a DVD release or something. They released the story actually. The story of it. Uh, Let me see here. All right. It says. uh, We. I don't know who these characters are. So sorry if I like don't pronounce their names right or something. All right. Okay, it says, we discover that Jin is a smuggler and junkie who is matched against martial law in the tournaments. Brian Fury is... Okay. Did I say his name? Did I say his name wrong or something? You read that last part. You have to. Yes, I do. Actually, I don't don't have... I'll send it to you after. I don't have... I'm able to write now. But I'll I'll read it. All right, no, no, you didn't say anything wrong. It okay, I'll read, it. I'll read it one more time. All right. What you said okay. about the it says, we discover wrong. that Jin is a smuggler and a junkie <laughs> who is Re-read matched it. against martial law in the tournaments. And it keeps going here. It's real, but it's real, buddy. It says Brian Fury is being Brian, <laughs> Brian Fury is being blackmailed by Kazuya, who, is, who at some, some point in the film locks up his dad, forcing Jin to try and save yeah, him. Yeah. At some point... The assembled fighters list, uh, listened as Phoenix, Anna, Nina, Christy, Raven. Yeah, Murdoch. Murdoch. These are some weird Murdoch. names. Theory and <laughs> Jin stage an escape from the Mishima <laughs> yeah, complex, well, which results in the death of a fighter. Mishima. And then it says, you know, who, who is it, blah, 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 and it goes on from there. And then, yeah. Uh, then it says, and the guy made this comment. And this guy makes his comment saying it. He says, and, and quite honestly, this info could all but change by the time the actual movie comes out. But it's interesting nonetheless. So this is just okay. Uh-huh. Okay, Joe. Just so you, uh, Joe. Just so you know why me and Mike freaked out. Mm-hmm. The character that they mentioned was not only a smuggler, really? but a junkie. Is like <laughs> a goddamn Boy Scout. I mean, he goes huh. beyond boys. Huh. So yeah, that's this is. I guess this is kind of like a rough, maybe rough draft for this. You know, yeah. Story. Another thing what is kind of weird story? with this is um, that uh, yeah. they say that Kazuya locks up uh, huh. his father, Heihachi, and makes Jin save him. Okay, Jin hates everyone in his family outside hmm. of his mother. He is not going to go out of his way to save Heihachi. I'm reading here in the in the article a bit further down that they mentioned the Dead or Alive movie. So, uh, like they just said, um, like they're just talking they about it. The Dead or Alive uh, movie. Like in what did, way? Well, let me see here. It's going nowhere. It's been, uh, it says, there's been a Tekken movie in the pipeline for years now. Thing is, it's going nowhere, spending a good three to four years in limbo. Probably because nobody could be bothered getting it, you know, getting it running. Especially after DOA... I don't know if it's the same director or not. God almighty, I hope not. Yeah, so I'm hoping maybe well, it's, it's not uh, the same director. Development but, hell is what, they're saying. what is the site that you found yeah. us on? No, they, so they, do, have, they do have reliable Haku? news. So. That's ridiculous. Okay, let me let me, let me look is, this up. Yeah, I know, but that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's video game why would news. Even like, well, how, why would they put that on there? Yeah, just search Kotaku for a second. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking at it okay. right now. Uh, oh, no, I'm on Kotaku right now. Jin not only is like a wanderer, he doesn't really have a job, let alone he doesn't <laughs> smuggle things, and he's he's not a fucking drug addict. Okay, Joe, Joe, okay, just okay. to give you, you an example, be- on his uh, mm-hmm. character profile, you know, most people with the character profiles, they list like, likes and dislikes. 
some of these people say like they like they, they just like. Well, here's an interesting comment by one of the people. Person. You know, from the, on the on, on the forum reacting to it, this guy made the same comment pretty much what you guys were just saying. He, like he says, Jin is a drug addict. What? But the movie going audience and the video game, you know, playing audience don't necessarily like sync up. And so to make movies more interesting, they normally have to change things around, like. If you guys read like a whole lot of movie to book or like book to movie adapt adaptations, a whole lot of shit gets yeah. changed, and that's because you know you're going to be watching it for two hours. You don't need to like draw out a right. long story or anything. Exciting. Yeah. Well, no, I, I agree. Understand that. Agreed. Ahead, but they Mike. didn't make Frodo addicted to heroin in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, these are fundamental character oh. changes. Yeah, it'd be like making, like, Frodo, like, a violent ass, I don't know what type of drug like, they smuggle out in Hobbit land, but he'd be like a violent ass motherfucker that, like, smuggling shit and killing people and fucking bitches. Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, maybe, maybe, like, his situation, maybe there's, like, a profound character change and something goes wrong and he becomes the character that you know and love. Hmm? Maybe? Oh, man, this is, this is, Here's another comment. Like, this is way too listen long. to this. I mean, hold on a second. I know uh, Phil was saying before that, uh, you know, to capture a movie-going audience is a bit uh, different than uh, fans of the anime, but the fan anime of the uh, game. But, I mean, it seems like making it in CG would cater more to the fans of the game than anything else. Well, the Tekken movie, uh, I don't think it's going to be released in the theaters because I haven't said, you know, besides besides little bit on Kotaku, I haven't heard anything about it uh well it's seeming like somewhere around this same article that it's also we're also talking about the omni uh, omni